Good morning, good morning, and welcome to The Shift Show. I am your host, Shelby Gatlin, and today we are going to be going over three signs that you are overwhelmed, and I am talking about every day. If you are feeling any of this every day, you need some help, sis. You need some work. That's okay. We got peace for you. We're going to find it. But if you have these three items and you're feeling them every day, please, please, please tune in, listen to the rest, because I feel like you're going to get some peace by the end of this podcast. So let's dive right in. Uh, what are three signs that you are overwhelmed? First one, the smallest issues become big ones. Now, I am talking about you need to stop for gas. This is a very small issue. You knew it was coming, but you were supposed to stop for gas two exits ago, and now you have to stop in a bad part of town, and you're furious. That might only be me. Maybe that situation's only happened to me. But this is something that you could have avoided that has now set you off. What are, what are some of those things? Now, speaking of being set off, that brings us to number two. Do you have a short fuse with your kids, with your husband, with coworkers? Do you just feel like one question, even as innocent as it may be, is either an attack or that it has just ruined your day? This could be something as simple as, hey, did you get the laundry done today? The response is no, but the answer in your head is, why are you coming at me? Do you take everything personally? That's really what it all boils down to. Do you have a short fuse and take everything personally? Point number three, are you exhausted? Now, what does exhaustion have to do with being overwhelmed? Do you get plenty of sleep? Maybe you don't. But I did. I got plenty of sleep. Eight hours of sleep a night. No issues. But sleep was not the problem. My brain was the problem. My brain was overwhelmed. And so no matter how many hours I spent sleeping, napping, taking melatonin, whatever it took, I was sleeping soundly. My body was, but my brain was not. So with those three things short-fused, having the smallest issues become big ones, mountain out of a molehill, if you will, or exhaustion. Why are you feeling those? Why are you feeling overwhelmed? Because ultimately, that's what you need to get down to the root of, or else nothing is going to change. Do you have a problem with people-pleasing? you have a problem with saying no? Because I know I definitely never said the word no. It was always a maybe, a we'll see, if I can. No alternatives, if you will. Are you afraid to let anyone down? Imposter syndrome. Holy Toledo! I am the queen of imposter syndrome. I do not feel that I am qualified for anything. I am very qualified for a lot of things. But... Too much people-pleasing. 
afraid to let anyone down. Those are tough. What if I told you that you had the full authority and right to say no? When someone comes and asks you to take one more thing on your plate, no is a full sentence. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to talk your way out of it. You don't have to find a loophole. All you gotta do is say no. Now, you can say no to your job, to your spouse, to your kids, to your parents. No is indeed a full sentence. So what happens when we say no? Balls drop. People are going to expect us to pick up what they've asked us to do. When we say no, they will assume sometimes that that no still means a yes. There's a quote out there, 50 no's and a yes still means yes. No. 50 no's means no. You shouldn't have to ask 50 times. Anyways, that rant is for another topic. So what happens when you say no? Balls are going to fall. And that is a-okay. You have been juggling and picking up balls for everyone for so long that they have come to expect you to keep juggling. They're going to throw another one on your pile and say, she's got it. He's got it. Whoever's got it. They can carry anything. They're strong. They can handle it. Oh, but the job will be so much easier if you could just do this for me or do that for me or, you know. So what can you do while you are in the middle of saying no, chaos going on around you, because people aren't used to you saying no, they might react poorly, but that's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is taking care of yourself. So what are you doing to take care of yourself? Do you have a daily five? Are you actually doing them? If you don't know what a daily five is, it is five things that you do for yourself daily. They can range from one hour. You can cram it all in one hour or you can do it in spurts throughout the day. It just depends on what works best with your schedule. But five things that you need to be doing for yourself every day. I'll, I'll share mine. I wasn't planning on it, but I'll share mine. So number one for me is nurturing. Nurturing does not come naturally. I am not a natural nurturer. I struggle with it whether it's plants, children, animals, unless it tells me it needs something, I do not naturally know to get it for it. So every day I have set a standard for myself to nurture something for 15 minutes. 
Now recently I have become a stay-at-home mom so kids are no longer in that nurturing category because I nurture them 24-7. But I have started plants. Planting. I'm a plant mom. But I was a self-proclaimed black thumb of death and now I am turning myself into a green thumb. God willing, please. <laughs> but I dedicate 15 minutes a day to caring for my plants, whether they need water or trimming or whatever it is. Um, 15 minutes to my animals. I have way too many animals for my household. <laughs> I have two dogs and two cats, and they all seem to be shedding like crazy and need extra love and attention right now but that's why I'm home so one day a week I pick one category and for 15 minutes that category gets nurtured number two on my list which really should be number one but I don't do it first thing in the morning anyways is quiet time I spend a minimum of 30 minutes in quiet time listening to worship music, reading my Bible, reading a book, just something that gets me in the correct headspace for the day. We have a lot of distractors going on in this world, from social media, the news, chilled, uh, everything. There are so many external pressures, and we are not equipped to handle that. You need at least 30 minutes of quiet, whether it's in the word with God, praying, listening to quiet music and just being still. Shut down all technology. Shut down everything. Lock yourself in a closet if you have to and have 30 minutes of quiet. What's next on my list? I Water. I am horrible about naturally drinking water. It runs through the yum yum machine, aka the coffee maker, and that is the only way I typically consume it unless I have it in my daily five. If it's in my daily five, I'm remembering to drink it. Well, I'm trying. At least it's conscious and on the top of my mind. Now, do I hit 100 ounces of water every day? No. No, 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 no. But whatever I do drink for that day is still a surplus of what I had been doing prior. Number four on my list. Creativity. I am a naturally creative person. But because of work and children and all of those other things, I have not had the capability to cultivate that. It has been stifled by meeting other people's expectations. So I have started dedicating 30 minutes a day to creativity, whether that is just as simple as coloring. Not my favorite creative thing to do, but... If one of my kids pops up and says, hey, do you want to color, mom? Yeah, sure. Let's color. And then I spend 30 minutes putting my best foot forward and being creative in that category. 
I like to design things. I like to design things in Canva and different platforms. Those things are a wonderful creative outlet for me. I'm picking up crocheting, I think. I'm, I'm looking into it. But, you know, do something with your hands that makes your day brighter. Flower arrangements, if you like putting together flowers, a painting. Just do it. So, that was my five. Nurturing, quiet time, being active, drinking water, and being creative. These might not be for you. You might need your own five items. Some of you are probably naturally active. So you don't need to remind yourself to be active every day. Ooh, I do. What is something that if you spent 15 to 30 minutes on it, focusing every day, your life would immensely change? Quiet time is one of those for me that I used to not do ever. Now quiet time is one of my lengthiest top fives. It rarely is limited to 30 minutes. It usually goes much past that, but I give myself a minimum of 30 minutes because it's what I need. It's what fills my cup. You can't fill everyone else's cup until your cup is filled. So what are five things that fill your cup? Is it running? Is running one of those things that clears your head? You can put on some music and run. Organizing? What are your things? So I want to challenge you to Get your list of five together. Sit down. Let that be your first task on your self-journey to healing and taking care of yourself. Sit down and write, what five things could you do, start doing, do more of, that would immensely change your day? And then get back to me. Follow me on Instagram. Getting my shift together. There's a letter two in there. Message me. Let me know what your top five is so that I can cheer you on. Because you need a good support system. You need people that are in your corner and truly in your corner. Straighten your crown, sis. You need a friend. That's going to do it for you, and I am here and willing to be that friend. So, let's start this week off taking care of ourselves, our daily five, and seeking to God to find that peace that we have been looking for. Because it's out there. I'm feeling it. I am a recovering workaholic, 
Recovering People Pleaser. A full-time shit show. But I'm here to tell you, there is peace to be had. Let's shift into the person we want to be, the authentic self. Enjoy your day. Be the best you that you can be. And that's all that you can do. That's all that God asks of you. Asks. 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 Okay. We're going to leave that word alone. That's all that he asks of you. To show up. Commit. Be the best you that you can be. But you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself first. All right, guys. That is it from me. I look forward to seeing you next week on the shift show where we will be talking about red flags. That's going to be fun. So tune in, follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Um, But next week we will be discussing red flags and what we can do about looking for those, (laughs) heeding those warnings, and then also changing them. All right, have a blessed day, and I will see you on the flip side.